Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. On this episode, I want to chat about all things protein powders. Are they helpful? Do I recommend them? How often should we be having them? Should we be using them as a meal replacement? When is the best time to drink them? All of these questions that I know that you have. And sometimes I really, I have to like take myself back and simplify the heck out of nutrition and really Think about breaking things down from a standpoint of when I didn't know all of these things and all of the questions, because it's sort of like the science geek in me where I like to really get into the complicated stuff and dive into it, which is great. But then I have to think it's actually the most simple things and talking about the most simple things and answering necessary questions that can make the biggest difference and the biggest shifts. So On this episode, I want to talk all about protein powders. This is something we see on the market all the time. We see them on the shelves. We see influencers drinking them. And we wonder, are they helpful? Do I need to be drinking this to reach my goals? So let's let's start with that question. Is do you need to be drinking protein powder to reach your goals? The answer is no. It is not necessary to reach your goals. It's not going to help you lose weight, but what it can do is it can help support your body every single day. So it can be helpful, but it's not necessary. You've heard me say this before in the episodes where I dive into metabolism with women. One of the biggest mistakes that I see women making is not eating enough protein. We focus so much on cutting our calories that we aren't getting the right macronutrients every single day to be able to support our body, our metabolism, our lean muscle, and our workouts. So what happens is our body, in order to, look, our body, let me explain this in a simple way. Our body is constantly breaking down in rebuilding things. And when it's in a catabolic state, when it needs to rebuild things, it needs amino acids in order to do that. And we get amino acids from our food. It's not stored in our body like carbs and fats. But in order to get it, if we're not getting enough of it, what it can do in order to get the amino acids is break down our muscle. So it starts breaking down our lean muscle that we want, what really sets the tone for our metabolism, and then we start to get in a situation where our 
body feels like it's working against us, where we're it's sort of tapping away into the muscle that we have, it's decreasing our metabolic rate, and it's becoming harder and harder to lose weight. I'm not saying that protein powder is going to fix this by any means, because there are a lot of other things that we need to focus on outside of protein powder. But what I'm saying is it can be helpful to hit your protein numbers. Most of the women that I work with and me personally, I have one protein supplement a day in order to help reach my protein goals. For me, it's a little bit harder. I'm a pescatarian. I don't do any meat or chicken, so I have less options. I find it necessary. With that being said, I usually have one a day, and I only recommend one a day because it's safe to drink a protein shake every day but you want the majority of your protein to be coming from whole food sources. One, our body is going to digest and absorb whole food sources different than it's going to digest and absorb a protein powder. Two, if you're not having a majority of your food from whole food sources, you're gonna be missing out on valuable nutrients that are vital for health and supporting your workout, your performance, your recovery, and ultimately your goals because that's what we want. We want to reach our goals and we want it to become easy. And what protein powder can do is it can help support you on that journey. Again, I really only recommend one a day. Sometimes it gets crazy when you see fitness influencers trying to hit these really high protein numbers, which I don't ever recommend the massively high protein numbers. And they're drinking two and three protein shakes a day. And at that point, it's like we're not even really, truly enjoying it. We're just doing it to try and like hit these massive protein numbers that our body doesn't need. And it almost comes becomes robotic at that point. And we don't want this to ever feel robotic. We want to be able to show up for ourselves. We want to be able to live our happiest, healthiest life and in a weight and in a body that just feels good, that we can live in, not that we have to like grind away at and have proteins, you know, supplement three times a day in order to get there. That's completely, completely unnecessary. But I do find having one protein supplement a day to be a really easy way to help up your protein, to help keep your blood sugar level, hit those protein numbers, and to be able to support your workouts, your activity, and ultimately your recovery and your goals. So let's dive into the different types of protein. There are a lot of different types of protein on the market. It would take me an hour to dive into all of them. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cover the three most common ones. We have whey protein, we have plant-based protein, and we have collagen protein. I would say whey is probably the most popular one on the market. So a whey protein is going to be a dairy or a casein-based protein. If you don't handle dairy well, this probably isn't going to be your jam. Whey protein will typically blend the best in smoothies and water. It will typically taste the best. It has a little bit better of a consistency than a plant-based protein. However, some people can't digest dairy and casein that well. So when you have all of the protein, you know, let's say 25 grams of protein from that supplement coming from the dairy and the casein, it can cause bloating, it can cause gas indigestion. So just be cautious of that when choosing a dairy or a casein. And know, like anything, Trying to find a protein powder that's right for you is almost like trying to find a guy or a girl that's right for you when you're dating around. You have to find something that fits. Not all of them are gonna feel good for your body. And if it doesn't, that's not a a reason for you to just completely give up on protein powder altogether. It's just saying this one for some reason isn't 
suiting me the best. Um, so what are different options? The one thing I want you to look at with whey is there's different types of whey. Um, I prefer for my female clients that they're gonna be on a whey protein. One, make sure it's a quality protein. A lot, there's a lot of not quality protein out there from whey, plant-based, or collagen. Let's go down all three of these. It can be highly processed, processed under a massive amount of heat, which takes out our body's ability to absorb it. So if you're buying cheap protein with tons of junk in it, with lots of chemicals, it's probably not gonna help support you on your journey or help you feel your best. It might taste good for that minute, but it might not make you feel good. So always picking a high quality one. And with whey protein, I think whey isolate is the best. When you get into the other ways or more of like meal replacements, again, they can have a lot of additives and not necessary things. The point of getting a protein powder is to try and up your protein numbers, not to try and get a bunch of fats and carbs and sugar mixed in while trying to hit the protein numbers. So next one, let's go to plant-based. There's gonna be a lot of different types of plant-based protein. You're gonna have pea protein, hemp seed, flax seed. There's even like a watermelon seed protein. There's lots of different forms of plant-based protein. And what I suggest everybody looks for is a mix. Because typically if you have just like a pea protein, will be very, very hard on your gut. You'll get like really bad gas, really bad bloating. You'll notice it pretty soon after you finish that protein shake or the smoothie, whatever you're having it in. So whenever you're buying plant-based, look for a mixture of them. And again, look for simple and simplified ingredients. Typically, if a plant-based protein powder has digestive enzymes in it, a lot of times with plant-based, you'll see like a lot of greens added into it. These things can be super helpful, but it's also a bonus if it has a digestive enzyme in it or some sort of probiotic to help you digest those plants. Because again, it can bug up gut health. So it's going to be trial and error. The one thing I want you to be cautious of with plant-based that you're gonna see a lot more with plant-based than you will with whey, because when we're dealing with plant proteins, so when you're dealing with animal-based proteins, it's very easy for you to get protein at its most natural source and more of a lean protein. And what I mean by lean protein is you have a protein without fats or carbs attached. A lot of times with whey protein, you'll see 25 grams of protein, maybe one gram of carbs and no gram of, no grams of fat, which is great, right? You're getting protein, as much protein as you can with just that protein number, not with all the others added into it. With plant-based protein, it gets a little trickier because if you think of plant proteins, you're always going to have some sort of carb or fat attached to it. It's not going to be a lean protein. For example, if you have tofu, you're always going to get higher fat numbers with the protein. If you have tempeh, you're going to get higher carb numbers with the protein. And same things, you know, if, if it's a pea-based protein, so that's obviously going to be more of a source of carbohydrate. So with plant-based proteins, you're going to see typically higher carb and higher fat numbers. But be cautious because sometimes it's just way too much. For example, you'll have a plant-based protein with 
12 grams of protein in it and you'll have 15 grams of carbohydrates and you'll have you know eight six to seven grams of fat so that's not really the point of the protein shake the point of the protein shake is to up your protein numbers so when you're looking for a protein powder if you're going the plant-based route I want you to look for higher protein and focus on getting a lower carb and a lower fat number because they're out there Again, they really, really sneak in the carbs and the fats into the plant-based protein where you can easily get 18 to 20 grams of protein, a couple grams of carbs, a couple grams of fat, and you're good to go. Just make sure that protein is your highest macronutrient on the label and also make sure that you're not having more than, you know, really 10 grams of carbs in that protein powder with the plant-based because then it's sort of undoing the point of trying to just get that protein in. I feel like I just threw a lot at you, so I hope all of that makes sense. I'm also pretty sure I just said plant-based 15 times, but who's counting? <laughs> the next one we're going to go through is collagen protein. This is when you're going going to see all the time. So if you're asking me, collagen is literally the best marketing there is because people go wild for collagen and understand that there are so many things that need to be in place for that collagen to actually be effective. So most collagens on the market are absolute trash. You're spending all these money because collagen protein's expensive. And a lot of times our body isn't absorbing it at all. So let's start with this. Number one, there's a study that just came out about collagen and the effects that it has with caffeine with coffee. When you have it with coffee, because of that caffeine content, it drastically reduces the collagen to be absorbed into your body and for it to be effective. So if you're having collagen, number one, don't have it in your coffee. Um, number two, know that collagen is not a complete protein. So if you're not mixing it with another protein, if you're only having collagen on its own, remember that amino acid profile that I was telling you about in the beginning. For your body to break down and rebuild, it needs to have a complete amino acid profile, aka a complete protein. Collagen doesn't have that. So if you're having it on its own, you're not getting the effects of the protein that you need. While you might be getting the collagen, you're not getting the protein. So to get the best of both worlds, what you should do is you should be mixing your collagen with a different protein. So a lot of my clients will put a scoop of their plant-based powder or their whey powder in and then put a scoop of their collagen in. That way, you know you're getting the effects of the protein and you know you're getting the effects of the collagen. The last thing about collagen is that it needs to have vitamin C present to be absorbed into your body. So a lot of us are a little bit of a little bit deficient in vitamin C, and you'll see the quality collagen supplements on the market. If you have collagen in your cupboard right now, go look at the label. See if there's vitamin C in it. Some of them will have it. The good ones, the good companies that have your back will have the vitamin C added into it. The ones that don't will not have the vitamin C, and your body cannot absorb the collagen without vitamin C present. How insane is that, that we've gone for so long chugging collagen without knowing that? So the best thing you can do is buy a collagen supplement that has vitamin C in it or pair it with vitamin C. Take it with your multivitamin, take it with a vitamin C supplement so it's absorbed the best in your body. 
I'm not against collagen, but know that unless you're pairing it with another protein and unless it has vitamin C present, you're not getting the full effects of it. So if you do those two things, you're good to go. If not, you might be wasting your money and you don't need collagen protein to live your healthiest life. If you wanna have it, that's on you, that's okay. Whatever makes you feel good. But know there are better ways that that collagen can support your body. So, okay, let's say you go out, you buy a protein powder that you feel like is great for you, it's working well. When are the best times to have the protein powder? Should you use it as a meal replacement? How do you know if it's not working for you? So let me start with that question is if you notice, if you have that protein powder and you notice that you feel a little bit nauseous, there's bloating, tiredness, you have a headache, maybe there's like increased bowel movements, or you've been having it for two or three weeks and you notice a lot of acne. This is a sign that that protein powder is not working for your body, is not working for your gut health. It could be the type of protein powder, it could be that you bought one that's highly, highly processed, that has a lot of additives and sweeteners and chemicals in it that just aren't reacting well to your body. Again, that's a sign for you to look at the label, to start to learn and understand a little bit more about what feels good for your body and what doesn't. It's not a sign for you to just completely write off protein powder. There are ones that can support our body and there are ones that can't, and maybe you just picked one that can't. So hopefully the store you bought it from has a really great return policy and you can take it back or you can gift it to somebody else whose body might handle it better. But those are signs of, it, of your body not handling it well. When it comes to the best time to have it, there's really no right or wrong time. Typically around a workout is a really good time to have it. You'll most commonly see people having their protein powder before or after their workout. Um, so yes, that works, you can have it then. It's not going to have more or less of an effect on your body if you have it in the morning versus if you have it around your workout. There's no right or wrong way to do this, so let me be very clear. It's not like our body can differentiate between protein where it's like, oh, this happened after the workout, so let me put it to this, this area of the body and it's gonna be way more effective. Our bodies are smart, but that's not how they work. So you can have it any time of day. I have some clients that have it in the morning because I always recommend getting 25 grams of protein in in the morning. So that's really helpful to just start their day off right. I have some clients that do it before or after their workout. Also some that will have it midday when they feel like they're gonna have that crash or that blood sugar dip. Having that protein shake will really help support healthy blood sugar levels, which we know are necessary to reach our goals. Healthy blood sugar levels support healthy cortisol and hormones, which means it's so much easier to reach our goals. Again, it's not gonna be one thing that makes or break the process, but it's how do we just support our body better on this journey? So when you drink them can be up to you. How you drink them is I typically recommend to pair it with something. So I'm always saying pair, pairing your macronutrients together is going to help your body be more satisfied and help you support it better. So if you have just that protein, I would pair it with a carb or with a healthy fat. If you're having it around your workout, before or after your workout, you wanna pair that protein with a carb not with a fat, that's what you wanna stay away from before or after workout because it's the slowest digesting and what our body really needs to help recover is the protein and the carb. 
So if you're having it before or after your workout, pair it with a banana or an orange, an apple, um, rice cake. With a, you can even have a little bit of peanut butter on it. Whatever, truly whatever carb that you want. Um, and it's going to help your body feel better, help it recover better, and keep the effects of it lasting longer because you paired it. If you pair it with a healthy fat, um, like again, you could pair that with hard boiled eggs, with some nuts, some cashews, trail mix, what truly again, whatever you want. Um, just trying to make sure you can have it on your own, but I always recommend with meals or with snacks, pairing your macronutrients together for the best effects on the body, on the blood sugar, and on overall satisfaction. Um, so that might mean you make it into a smoothie, you use it as, a lot of times I'll use it as the protein source in my breakfast. So I'll have the, just the protein shake, I won't make it into a smoothie, and then I'll have two pieces of sprouted grain toast with a little bit of banana and peanut butter on the toast, using that as my main source of protein. Again, there's really no right or wrong. It's going to be trial and error. It's what supports your body the best. I know everybody's always like, tell me what protein powder to buy, when to have it, let's do it. But it's going to be different for each person. Like anything in this industry, my answer is always going to be, it depends. It depends on your goals, on your body, what feels good, what keeps you the most satisfied, what helps you feel the most recovered. It will be trial and error, but when you find the ones that work for you, it's really exciting and it can help support this beautiful, beautiful journey of taking back control of our health and happiness, of supporting our metabolism, of keeping the lean muscle in our body. Because the point of this is to just make it easy on our body. This isn't supposed to be some math problem that we're trying to figure out. It's not supposed to be complicated, something that's hard that we're just constantly grinding away at. So what can we do to help support our body to make this easier, to where we can just live in our body and feel happy, healthy, and confident? And if protein powder supports you in doing that, like it supports me one time a day, then I say absolutely go for it. Uh, I'm excited to hear what one you pick out. Tag me in the protein powder on Instagram if you find one that you love. And as always, let me know if this podcast episode was helpful for you, what you learned from it, because I always love to see you learning and growing and tagging me in things in this beautiful community. If you vibe with this episode, I would love to hear from you. You know at Crying Burns Calories, we are all about community and connection and just changing the conversation about life for women. So if this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could tag me, share it on your Instagram stories so I can thank you and also so we can just continue to get the message out and growing this amazing community.